What's up and welcome to Why Are You a Gamer? I'm your host, Jamar, and this podcast series is my chance to get to know the gaming community one-on-one. Each and every Monday, a new episode goes live, most of the times, as I try to discover why do we play video games. But that's not all. Why Are You a Review and Why Are You a Spoiler Cast are being added to the feed. Which is so exciting because now you can expect deep dives and spoiler talks on some of the biggest game releases coming out. Remember, you can of course find this show and all of the other Media Junkie podcasts on your platform of choice. Now, if you're into that there wrestling, be sure to check out the Gimmick Minute podcast. Or if you're into very opinionated nerds fighting over the internet, well, then you definitely don't want to miss out on the Fanboy Fight Club. Either way, don't forget, if you're using Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rate and let me know how we're doing in the comments. And lastly, I am joining my friend Michael to talk about something I love almost as much as gaming, and that's toys. So if you want weekly toy news and reviews, just simply search Modern Toy Fair on YouTube and definitely subscribe. Now, with all that being said, enjoy this week's show. So this week's gamer, I actually came across randomly in Twitter, believe it or not. And ever since then, I have to say I'm pretty much a huge fan. He's got some content uh, out on YouTube that you definitely want to check out. His React videos, that's what I know him from. So those are awesome in itself. Uh, but without further ado, welcome to the show, Jermaine. What's up, man? Oh, man. What's going on, dude? Uh, appreciate <laughs> you having me on here. And uh... Absolutely. Yeah, man, when you uh, hit me with the opportunity to be on here, uh, like I was telling you before, it was like dope-ass idea, so I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, for people who don't know, because like I myself, like when I hit you up, I had just like found out who you are, and I was like, who is this person? And I, I'm assuming you must be like following somebody that I know, or maybe even someone I had on the show, hmm. and I was like, okay, so damn, like, I, I really feel your content, so I really wanted to have you on, but for people who don't know who you are, why don't you, like, introduce yourself? Yeah, um, I mean, you said it, Jermaine, but I also go by jmaine518 on YouTube and Twitter. Uh, you could definitely check me out on Twitter, mostly is where I, I, I frequent, but, um, you know, I'm trying to get my feet established in youtube you know I, sometimes i'll come back and i'll, I'll, I'll drop a, a boatload of videos and then i kind of shy away from it a little bit so finding that consistency for me is definitely something i'm still working on but it is something that um i find and see myself doing uh as a passion and as a hobby outside of gaming and stuff like that because outside of playing it talking about games is something that i'm very passionate about and um why not try and make something out of it on youtube and i already do podcast um i don't know if you know but press start podcast is what i do every thursday um weekly show and uh yeah man so you guys can also check us out over there on press start kofi's channel and you know every every week we come with the latest and greatest news and react and stuff <laughs> like that so it's a pretty dope yeah. show if you are into like gaming and stuff like that yeah man i i i like again like your reactions i watched the one um was it for the PlayStation 5, like, reveal? Yeah. And I was like, I mean, you definitely have, like, the entertainment, the entertainer, like, attitude and everything. So I think you could do good, man. Oh, man, appreciate it. <laughs> you got me. You got a fit for me, at least. Yeah. <laughs> now, that PlayStation <laughs> 1, it was, it was interesting. Like, just the way they started it and stuff like that with the Spider-Man, like, that's yeah. something that took caught me by complete surprise. I'm like, Spider-Man just came out pretty much two years ago. 
So for right. them to come back this quick and have something ready for the PlayStation Five was like wow. So that was a, yeah. a great surprise. They right went there. home back, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's still more to come too. That's the thing. Right. So we'll, <laughs> we'll see what's I'll up. I'll be reacting to that too. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> know that. <laughs> so let's let's get right into the show, man. Like the idea is pretty simple. We just want to know first, like what type of gamer you are, and then of course, like why you play video games. Yeah. So I'm just gonna go down my little patent pending list. Of all the things that we do to figure out why you are what type of gamer you are so the first one on there is always the most important i feel like and also kind of like a little bit of a joke but yeah. what's uh like your current platform or choice that you're on um so right now for me and if you would ask me this question i say at the beginning of this generation i would have probably told mm-hmm. you something completely different but for me pc is my uh, platform of choice um, mm-hmm. And why I say if you would have asked me something like that at the beginning of the generation is because coming into this around 2013, um, I definitely leaned towards Sony a lot and, you know, their consoles and their games and stuff. I, I really liked the direction that their studios were going in to end off PS3 and going into PS4. And, you know, I, I had started to find the YouTube community and stuff like that that I'm in. And a lot of those guys were like, you know, PC is the way to go if you want to play these games. Um, right, right. Pretty much at your freedom. And you can customize the settings and the frame rates and stuff like that. And I'm just like, yeah, 60 frames per second is cool and all of that. But, you know, 30 frames <laughs> per second is, you know, I, I don't have no issue with that. And then right. um, the more and more I kept, you know, having conversations with these people. And they're like, you know, you can even build it yourself. I'm like, I don't want to build my own computer. Like, that sounds, that sounds like something that I'm going to waste money on because I'm going to fuck something up and have right. to have to spend more money to fix it so they're like no it's easy i'll give you the parts i give you the websites i give you the videos you just follow step by step and i'm like all right so over the year <laughs> like it was 2016 i want to say no it might have been 2018 um i uh pretty much spent that whole year picking apart and getting piece by piece of the pc build and thanks to my wife she helped me get a lot of the big parts um mm-hmm. and by the end of the year that december I had my PC um, all built and ready, and I fired up a, a pretty old game too. It was Max Payne Three, and I was oh, like, that's a nice one. <laughs> "Yeah, it's like once I like built my PC, everybody in the community pretty much like bought me mad games and stuff like that." So I was like, that's "You know, dope. This, that's dope as hell." And first game I fired yeah. up was Max Payne Three. Put that drunk on max setting, sixty frames, and I was like, "Yo, <laughs> <laughs> this is like, it's insane!" Like I already knew what sixty frames per second at that point could do for a game. But just right. seeing an old game like that at max settings, it's like visually, it was impressive again. And then on top of that, with the frame rate, it was like, yeah, I, I see now why everybody wants games on PC. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's funny because like I, I don't know if it's just like timing, like where we're at as far as like gamers or you know the maturity of like people I've had on. I don't I don't know what it is, but yeah. like I just recently hit that same like apex because. Earlier in the year, I built out like my PC, and really the idea was doing it for like podcasting purposes and whatnot, like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, it's a little overkill for a podcast, so you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, let's 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 run this and let's try it out. And it's the same. That's the same kind of like experience I had. Like it was, man, I don't want to build a PC. That seems like too much work. I was an I'm an Apple guy, so right. I just buy my iMac. Everything's already done for me. Right. And so putting the parts together, just doing that was fun. And then building it was like an experience in itself. But then once I loaded up the game, I'm like, uh, but it's a perfect timing, too, though, because a lot of these games are like cross play Mm -hmm. and stuff. So I can still play with like my friends and stuff that are on PlayStation because I'm I'm obviously a PlayStation fanboy. I always make the joke about that. But um, 
I still have that community there. Right. But man, the PC, it is something about it, man. Yeah. That's what I was um like I tell all my family and friends now, like, yo, you gotta get a PC and stuff like that. But you know, I understand that PC gamers, um, in terms of like the console audience, PC yeah. gamers, we're like the minority compared to them in terms of like the console space. Like a lot of people oh, yeah. just want to sit down in front of a console. They don't want to have to build it. They just want to go to the store, pick it up, sit it under cool. their TV, yeah. pick up the controller, and be straight. Um, they don't want to have to deal with building it. They don't want to have to deal with installing certain things and stuff like that. So I understand that. But I'm just like, you brought up a good point with crossplay. Like a lot of my family and friends are on PS4. So sometimes I even look at these multiplayer games. I'm like, yo, I'm not p- picking it up if it don't got crossplay because I know like all my homies is gonna get it for PS4 and I want to play with yeah. them and stuff like that. So I'm looking at these developers sideways, next generation. Like, yo, you don't got crossplay? I might not be picking up your game, fam. I'm, I'm gonna keep it right. one thou wow. It's, <laughs> it's true, man. It's true. One of the games like I was really heavy in was Division Two, and I, mm-hmm. I would love to play that on the PC. But I mean, not even cross play, but just cross progression is another thing right. that's like missing. Right. And I'm like, man, all right, well. I'll see you on Division Three. <laughs> like I'll see, I'll see. Yeah, and I, but uh, that was gonna go say ahead. real quick. I misspoke. It was um 2016. I built um. Oh okay. I actually built my PC, not 2018. So yeah, time four years went by so damn fast. But um, uh, it has. Yeah. <laughs> so are you um you still planning on doing like PlayStation Five? Because my my whole thing is, I mean, I have a 2070 like super in it, so I'm like just you know pretty new mm-hmm. and like. It seems like the performance and stuff from the PlayStation Five is going to be maybe a little bit even better than what right. I'm running right now. So I think it still might be, still might be, a, you know, a console gamer in right. the end, <laughs> right? On the PlayStation Five, but are you you thinking about getting that or even like the Series X if that's you know a yeah here in your avenue? Um, for me, I know like with Xbox, they have their games on like Game Pass, and a lot of yeah. their first party titles are day one on Game Pass. So. I don't see myself picking up a Series X just because rather than spending that money on picking up another console when I could just play those games on PC, I'll just put yeah. that money towards the PC and upgrade it. You know what I'm saying? Right, to, right. That's true. To either be on par or surpass what the Series X has to offer. Um, PlayStation, on the other hand, they seem to be slowly dab- dabbling in like bringing their games to PC. You know, we got yeah. like Horizon Zero Dawn and then there's rumored to be a couple other games first party wise that are coming to PC. And for me, I'm not the type of person to wait for a game that I really like. So yeah. I know a lot of PC guys is like, oh, look, we didn't have to buy a PlayStation 4 for Horizon. But it's like, that game and came out like, three yeah. years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not waiting three years. Yeah, yeah. I, If I see a game that I like, and I'm not I'm not going to wait. Um, yeah, 60 frames a second is cool. I'll play it again. It'll feel like a brand new game. But right. 30 FPS at the end of the day is not unplayable for me yet. So you know, it's, it's noticeable. It's, it's getting more and more it's, noticeable. But right. it's like once I'm within 30 FPS for a certain amount of time, I'm I'm there. So it's like it's like it, it kind of like fades out that I'm even there at, yeah. for for a little bit until certain gameplay moments come up. I'm like, oh, that would have been a little bit better at 60. Um, but 30 <laughs> FPS is not a, a deal breaker. So I see right, myself right. picking up a PS5. Um, I just hope that they give us options like we see with Miles Morales and um Dark Demon Souls remake where they're yeah, gonna give the... you that performance mode. Right. Yeah, I, I had the the same, the exact same thought when I was playing The Last of Us Part Two. Because the game <laughs> is just hands out like insane. Mm-hmm. It's getting every little bit of juice out of the PlayStation Four, and I'm, I'm running on the Pro. Mm-hmm. And um, there were some moments where I'm like, "Ooh, I can see the 30," and it was a little jarring. Right. But for the most part, it wasn't you know wasn't too bad. Yeah. But um, 
yeah, I, I'm kind of looking forward to next generation. Of course, with like the crossband and everything, so yeah. I can have my cake and eat it too. <laughs> right, exactly. That's what I said. Like, I'll probably have the PS5, the PC, and the Switch, and that should be able yeah. to cover me for everything um, that I need. And you know, if uh, if I feel inclined to be that gamer and be like, nah, I need everything. Maybe right. down the line, I'll pick up a Series X just to have something. You know what I mean? Just to have it there. Maybe toss it in the living room or something. Right, um, right. Something like a media box or something like that. I don't got know. The same <laughs> plan, man. We got the same plan. So, um, chill it. <laughs> outside of, like, of course, crossplay being like a, if it's not in there, multiplayer game at least, it's a no go. Yeah. Um, do you have, like, any, like, gaming preferences? So, like, a go to sort of genre or mm-hmm. a go to, like, series that you like? Um,. I would say for me, like my go-to for a game is usually like third-person action adventure. Okay. Um, yeah, like I don't know. It's just again like with games like um, Last of Us and Uncharted, and I mean even to GTA to a certain extent. It's like those games were pretty much like my teenage years when I was coming up mm-hmm. in childhood a, a little bit more, and um, sports games too. Um, yeah, yeah, I definitely sure. like. By the end of the year, you know, get the Maddens, the 2Ks and stuff like that. But I kind of faded away from the sports games a little bit because 2K has been heavily focused on, like, the neighborhood and the My Park and stuff like that and creating your own character and building them up. And as a, a, um, you know, I'm a diverse gamer. I like to think of myself as I don't have the time to, like, focus on one game. And I feel like 2K, in order to... To be in that, like, the Parkins type stuff, you got to, like, really dedicate time to that. And um, I just want to play, like, with the teams and shit like that. And they kind of messed up the system with the just playing the team. Like, like, all about? It's, like, all about this ranking tier system. And you have to pick different teams to advance to the next tier. Or you get demoted down to another tier. It's, like, it just did a little bit too much for me. So, I'm, like, I'll catch that on a sale or something like that. But right. the action-adventure games, the third person is my, my preference. Um... I find myself gravitating towards those a lot more than anything else. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel it. I, that's actually a really apt point because I I haven't wondered or I haven't really thought about it. But why haven't I like wanted to play two K? Mm-hmm. And even though like early on, like that was like that was it. And you know, I used, you know, back in the day, I used to clown people who was playing live. Like, what are you doing <laughs> right. playing live? Right, right. right. But, um, <laughs> that that probably has to do with it. Like, the systems are you have to really dedicate that time to like those games now. And yeah. if you're playing other things out there, it's, it's hard to do. Right. Um, the third person action like game. Do you have something that like series hands down, no matter what you're playing? Uh-huh. I know, like The Last of Us Part Two is probably like an easy one. Yeah. To call out, but. Um, yeah, definitely Last of Us, like I was saying, um, GTA in that sense. Yeah. Um, Uncharted is, is a, is a, is a big one for me. Like that was. Naughty Dog fan, right? Yeah, big Naughty Dog fan. (laughs) (laughs) If you couldn't tell. Right, right. (laughs) If you couldn't tell. But, um, yeah, like, um, even recently there's this, uh, Rogue Company multiplayer game that came out. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty much been in like beta right now and I've been playing that and it's like, it's kind of restoring that feeling for me. Because even though uh, like a Fortnite is a, a third person game, and mm-hmm. but it's like I'm more of a old school type of multiplayer guy where I wanted the game to be more about the gun skills over anything right. else. And for me, like Fortnite, I was digging it at first. I was like, "Yo, this is dope." 
But then, like, the more people got in tune with the building system, it's like, yo, these motherfuckers is building castles in 2.5 seconds. And right. I'm sitting here trying to figure out. With that, man. Right, I'm trying to shoot down your castle before I get to you. It's like, that's just a little bit too much for me. And I mean, yeah. I'm not going to knock anybody that, that that likes that, but that that's not for me. Um, right. So a game like Rogue Company, which is technically a hero shooter, I feel like, mm even though it's that it's not over the top to me in terms of the um the abilities like everything oh no, yeah i agree everything that yeah everything that they offer from the characters is like okay they're unique in their own sense but it's like i can figure out a way around what that character is doing without having to pick a specific character to combat that and feel yeah. like my gun can't take you out before i have to pick a specific specific character with a certain ability to take you out first so that that's that feeling is kind of being restored for me with um, that Rogue Company game that came out. So so you cool with Torch? Torch oh. doesn't need like <laughs> so because I'm saying man. So like, yeah, the, what's her name? Scorch Torch, whatever her or name Scorch, is. Scorch, yeah, something like that. Yeah, she she definitely needs to be nerfed. <laughs> and I think <laughs> I think they said they they might be looking yeah, at it. Yeah, I or think they, it's a, they're gonna they nerf shorten her. In, like the length or something like that, like of her her ability. But I hear that and I'm like. All right, here we go. Right, <laughs> like, yeah. You got to land every hit. Right. So, like, yeah. T to be honest, yeah. though, me personally, I've, I haven't come across that many people that have used her. Um, So that's mm. why when I heard that, I was like, oh, damn, like, she must be OP or some shit. And, like, yeah. I even have a clip when I was f going against two people at once. And one person was scorched. Now that I look back at the clip, because I was like, yo, why the hell am I on fire? And I was just getting <laughs> shot at. Because I didn't unlock her yet. I only got, like, the... Um, the basic editions, like and I got to get, yeah, get enough points. I got same. enough to unlock her, but I found my two mains without even spending any, like, extra money on characters. So <laughs> I was like, damn, she really can, like, take you out really fast. And I was watching some people complain about that. I was like, okay. I see how that could be annoying and stuff like that. Yeah. So. You just got to hit every shot. You can't. Mm -hmm. You can't miss if you if you run up on her. So mm -hmm. I, now I'm curious. This isn't in the, you know in the log for the the questions but oh, yeah, so we're talking time. about this this is just like a new game mm -hmm. uh for people who i guess who, who may not be like inclined it's uh it's called road company it's it's basically like 4v4 um I, I i liken it to like almost like overwatch slash like face or not facebook what <laughs> Fortnite. you yeah. know what i mean like it, it has that kind of like vibe right um but it I mean, I've been digging it recently, but I'm curious, like, who who do you have? You said you have, like, two mains. Oh, yeah. So, for me, when I... I usually play... Um, I've been playing a lot of de Demolition, I think, is the mode. Yeah, um, that's the, like, sort of, like, search and destroy, if right. you will, like, in Fort or in Call of Duty. Yeah, so I've been playing that mode a lot. So, you know, you have, like, the offensive side and then the yeah. defensive side. So, when I'm usually on offense, I'm playing that Saint. And, okay. And um, for him, I, I just like being the medic and and games yeah. <laughs> I like i like healing people i like picking people up and stuff like that even though i do like rushing at the same time so it's kind of like a catch-22 with me sometimes you want to just <laughs> chill back that way if one of your guys get down you can pick them up or whatever um but, yeah. but i do like saints um his uh assault rifle and i like uh, some of his abilities like the one where you can't be spotted through walls and yeah, um yeah. his uh his trap mines sometimes i like putting those down when uh after i plant the bomb or something like that and then on defense, I use uh, trench, and for him, oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah the only sense. the only thing, in the, and I I heard I read that they're gonna fix it is that uh he uh well they're working on fixing is when you throw down his uh barbed wire, mm. the uh the the your team gets affected by it too. And I was like, damn, that that kind of sucks because like yeah, you're trying to slow down the enemy and you slow down your teammates at the same time. 
Right. <laughs> so uh, with him, I, I like I like that feature though. Um, and I like again his assault rifle and uh, some of his uh, like tack his. Uh, I think he has like a gas grenade and one of his um, other things is uh, oh, it's the thing that can uh, detect projectiles and take them out when they're throwing at you too. Oh yeah, the little anti yeah yeah somehow. Yep. So um, I like him too. Yeah, mm -hmm. I've been messing around with. I only really I, I played maybe a couple days or <laughs> a couple days, like like a few hours each day. Mm -hmm. But um, I've been running with the. I think his name is like Catch. Oh, like Chack. C H or Chack. Yeah. yeah, that's right. It's the H in there. Mm -hmm. I just like him. I don't know. I I just really mess with his like pistol and his SMG. Yeah, just kind of like burns you know people. So yeah, I like that's the only character I really kind of messed around with so far. Yeah, his uh, I messed around with a little bit Saint too, but. His um ability is interesting though, like where it's like he does the like Super the Saiyan mode. Double type heal. Shit. Yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> and then he. Can... I like that. So if I come up against like somebody running, mm -hmm. I don't know if it's, it's Scorch. I think it's Scorch. I think you're right. Um, but when I hear somebody pop that, I'll pop mine mm -hmm. to be you know ready to like go back against it. Right. Like I seen one. I was watching somebody streaming and they was playing with Chack and they was um. <laughs> They would do that like Super Saiyan ability type thing, and then they would rush in with the katana and just start slashing oh. people. I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> I might have to try that. <laughs> it might not work out for me. I, I feel it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, is that something like so? Since that's something that you've been playing, mm -hmm. and we mentioned like multiplayer games, you know, earlier, obviously with like the cross or cross play and whatnot. Um, when you're playing just in general because between like action adventure mm -hmm. that's like normally you sink a lot of time into and then so it's multiplayer right what's like an average gaming session for you um so for me like usually on work days um i'll come home and i'll try and get i'll try to split my game up uh, my day or well, the rest of my day up between mm -hmm. a single player and a multiplayer game Okay. Um, so if I'm like just getting home, I try to like work out and then I'll, I'll, I'll get on like a single player game. So like right now I'm, I'm playing Ghost of Tsushima and yeah. then, uh, Rogue Company. So that's, those are like the two main games I'm playing. So I'll, I'll try and come in, sink a couple hours in on Ghost of Tsushima, maybe like two or three. And then I'll try to end off my night with maybe like an hour or so of a uh, Rogue Company on, on the weekday. Um, and then like on the weekend, it's... If I'm not, you know, doing something, but right now, you know, it's not really a lot to do with the pandemic right, and stuff right. going on. Right, right. So uh, I'll try and, yeah, I'll try and be more like multiplayer heavy on the weekend because mm -hmm. that's when a lot of people have more time to get together and stuff like that. Yeah, that makes and, sense. And, uh, you know, get on a multiplayer game, especially now with a, a game that seems like the community is really accepting. Um, you know, I'm trying to get in as many games as possible with everybody while it's still here. And hopefully, right. you know, we can keep the, keep the game alive keep and... Going. And yeah, be something I think that we can play. Get legs. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think it, it'll hang around for a little bit. Yeah. Is there is there anything that you binged recently? Since you do break it up, yeah. like half multiplayer, half single player, when you have like the chance, have you had something that just hits you and you're like, all right, I I just got to only play this game right now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, outside of The Last of Us Part Two, when that came yeah. out, <laughs> um, yeah, that game had its hooks in me. Um, from day, I mean, from leak. To be honest, from from right. reveal <laughs> one. Leak. But when the when the leaks <laughs> happen, you know, I know a lot of people were split on the their opinions on that game. But um, after I saw the leaks, I'm like, I I can't even wait to play it even more. So right. for me, when that game came out, um, yeah, I, I pretty much I didn't binge it in the sense that I beat it in a couple days, but right. I binged it in the sense that that was the only game I was playing. That was the only game I was thinking about, 
that was the only game I wanted to see through. That was the only game I wanted to finish. It was like that was something that was really on my mind. And um, outside of that, I want to say Kingdom Hearts 3 was another okay. game that I binged. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's That's a, a big one to binge. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a story behind that one, too, because... Kingdom Hearts, like I've been, a, I've been a fan of Kingdom Hearts since, of course, like one and two or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I never, I, I would consider myself like a casual fan. I never really picked up like the DS to play the DS ones, and I didn't beat the PSP ones and stuff like that. So um, I had got the collection or whatever, and I wanted to beat all of the games in the collection before I got to three. And uh, you know, people was busting my ass like, "Oh, how you a Kingdom Hearts fan? And you still ain't beat Kingdom Hearts three yet, and stuff like that." I'm like, "Bro, I'm gonna get to it, but I just gotta see through these other games first because you know, Kingdom Hearts, even though the story is complex and convoluted, um, yeah. they're all connected. So it's not like you can skip the DS games and kind of understand fully what's going on. And even though right. I beat all of them, I still don't really understand fully everything that's going on. <laughs> that's what got- I was saying. I don't know if you ever really understand, <laughs> right? But um. <laughs> I told everybody, I'm like, listen, before the year is over, and this was last year, I'm like, before the year mm-hmm. is over, I'm going to have Kingdom Hearts 3 beat. And I I literally had held it off to like the last goddamn month. It's December now. Oh. <laughs> and I literally still had some of the other games to beat. So I, I, I breezed through those, and I finally got to Kingdom Hearts 3. This is now December, I want to say it's like December 28th. And I was serious about, like, beating this game before the year is over. (laughs) So I literally took days off of work, and I was like, I'm going to play this Kingdom Hearts 3, and I'm going to beat it. I beat the game in, like, two and a half days. Um, Uh, It took me, like, 30-some hours or whatever. beat the game in, like, two and a half days. I literally woke up, played the game, ate while I was playing the game, took a a shit, came back, played the game, went to bed, woke up. Like, I didn't do anything else within those two and a half days. And um, I didn't regret it, though, because I had a good time with it. Um, it's not the yeah. best game, but it was definitely something that I had a lot of fun with. That's good. I always <laughs> worry sometimes, like, when you binge a game, or at least me personally, when I binge a game, does my, like, my view on how fun the game was mm-hmm. kind of, like, change? Because, like, I think the the one I can call to the most recent that I, I like, binged like crazy outside of, like, Last of Us Part Two. Yeah. But that's, like, a whole that's, – that's just in, like, a different category. But – um, Borderlands 3 like I was so okay. excited to play that and me and my my guy like we played that <laughs> non-stop like straight you know we had the day off I'm sitting in front of the TV he's sitting at home and we just <laughs> literally played it non-stop my wife left in the morning came back from work I was still playing like all day <laughs> and I although I enjoyed like the experience that we had mm-hmm I feel like the game, and it could have just been Borderlands 3 in itself, wasn't... I mean, most people, like, kind of reviewed it as it was just, like, more Borderlands. Right. But I felt like it didn't really stick with me mm. after all of that, you know? So I wonder sometimes, like, binging games, if it hurts. But it sounds like you still enjoy, like, Kingdom Hearts, so... Yeah. Kingdom Hearts 3, so that's good. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm just trying to think, too, like, if binging the game ever handed the experience for me. Um, I, w- I would say no, because yeah. at this point... Well... <laughs> Yeah. Okay. At this point, I'm, um, if a game doesn't grab me within the first couple hours, I kind of just drop right. it. So that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. Like- um, like when I was doing the Kingdom Hearts like run through of the whole collection, when I got to the uh, PSP game, which is like the card based game. Yeah. Um, was that Chain of Memories? I. That's- yeah, I, I hated it. I I literally <laughs> hated that game. And if it wasn't for me wanting to see through the story um and i'm and again i'm not even the, like the type of person to watch the story on youtube if i have the game 
So yeah. like I'm gonna try and play it as much as possible. And I, I, I told myself I'm like, yo, bro, never again let yourself be a victim of playing a <laughs> game that you don't like just so you can beat it. And right. Chain of Memories literally had me by the by the balls because I'm like, I have to beat the whole collection. I have to beat the whole collection that way I can get to three. And I'm right. like, yo, this game is killing me. Like it took me months to beat that game because I did not enjoy it. So and it was like a th- it took me like thirty hours to beat that, and I'm oh like, yo, that God. was like that's the long longest for... thirty yeah. hour game I ever <laughs> took in my life. So that's funny. Um, yeah, so like that was something that I was like, yeah, I don't see myself binging something that I don't enjoy. So yeah, to answer the question, <laughs> <laughs> no, that I feel like then that works out well for like a backlog because mm-hmm. if you start playing a game and you're just like, nope not for me i'm out like right is that does that help you at all or do you still have like a bunch of games like in your backlog um i have a lot of games still in my backlog um but it it's not how can i say it's not um a lot of my backlog is games that just like it was a packed moment and i couldn't get to everything of course oh yeah you know like a a bundle or something that you got or oh no no like um no just like a time when the game came out Oh, like, I, I was playing saying. a bunch of other things, and I don't like yeah. to dabble in a bunch of games at the time. I probably played two or three games at most at, at mm-hmm. the same time. So um, the backlog situation, I try to forget I have a backlog, <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's so many games in my backlog that I feel like are must-plays, um, at least for this generation and in history, period, um, that I, 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 just, I, I make a list on my phone, and whenever it's some time where I like... You know, I try to find like a multiplayer game. I like a single player game and an old game that's in my backlog. Those are like the three games I like try to juggle. So yeah. whenever I get through one of those old games, I'll cycle it out for the next one. Like that's in my backlog or whatever. That's like a, a real organized way to do it. Yeah. Like, I never thought <laughs> <laughs> it makes it a little less daunting when you look back on like, all right, well, I'm just I'm working on this old game. And I got like, that's that's kind of smart. Yeah. It keeps <laughs> me sane. It keeps me from like getting overwhelmed by a backlog. It's like, all right, yeah. you're going to get to it. Um, Just make sure you get through this game first and then that game next. And then, you know, just pitch, right. chip it off the list. <laughs> I've, I've found now, I mean, everybody, every, most gamers, all gamers really kind of have like a backlog, no matter where, what console or what where you're playing. Mm-hmm. But I almost feel like it's easier to get backed up on like PC. Oh, yeah. Just because like with Steam and like the Epic Store, like it's just constantly games just on sale or free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, just, and then like, you, you know, with Games Pass, I, I don't even know if that really counts anymore. Yeah. Because almost every game on there is like a backlog. <laughs> yeah. I got a Game Pass backlog. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Because it's just, it's like Netflix, like everything is there and there's yeah. so many good things that I'm willing to take a chance on, but... <laughs> yeah you're not lying bro i just opened up my steam and I, like i'm looking at like the first few games and it's like yeah those are in my backlog <laughs> like you, right. just, you brought up borderlands like borderlands is in my backlog like the whole franchise <laughs> like, the whole franchise the whole franchise like i played what did i play borderlands 2 i played on the vita um and i was enjoying it, it was fun oh, yeah. like, it ran like shit it was bad but <laughs> but i you know, but it was borderlands a handheld man that right. was kind of dope yeah <laughs> so like i wanted to get back to that too but it's just like then like being on the podcast and stuff like that you got to kind of keep up with the the latest and greatest so it gets yeah. hard sometimes when you want to focus on something and then a new game comes out and you want to talk about it and be able to provide some information and content for the people so it's right. like i got to put that on the burner let me see what this game is hitting for <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well if you had something that was like 
you you know what I mean one of those games that like get you hooked and mm-hmm. you binge through it or whatnot. My my question, I guess, is kind of like this is a, a fumble of a transition <laughs> or a segue into it. But basically, what I'm I'm curious, like, if something that can get you hooked like that, like, what is the perfect game for you if you could craft it? So, like, yeah. you, I know you mentioned like action adventure, like the third person, right. but is there some other like mechanics and stuff you could put together that would make a perfect game? Um, I'm a big horror fan, mm-hmm. so mm. um, for me, like. I, I love, like, the Dead Space games and stuff like that. I'm actually playing yeah. through Dead Space 2 right now on one of the harder difficulties and stuff like that. And um, I'm taking my time with it because it's so good. You know what I'm saying? I'm just pit, chipping away at it and stuff like that. So, for me, it would have to be something like a sci-fi horror game that mm. was crafted by one of my favorite developers, like a Naughty Dog, like 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 I said oh, before. Yeah. Um, just because I think sci-fi horror is an easy pitch for me you know what i mean that's the easy easy way to get me hooked easy way to mm-hmm. reel me in and the the team over at naughty dog i think in terms of like the animation department i think they took it to the next level with last of us part two and then just the storytelling and the character building and the character development i think uh they're some of the best at in the business so mm-hmm. like a sci-fi horror game third person it could even be first person because what what uh really got me on the edge of my seat in terms of a horror game was Outlast. And oh, yeah. yeah, yeah when yeah. that came out at the beginning of the generation for PS4, I didn't realize how much not having a weapon in a horror game right. like really <laughs> makes you like really feel like you're about to shit your pants. And you like have to hide <laughs> from everything and stuff like that. So, you know, I know that was made by a small team. And um, sometimes like in that first one, I felt like the the gameplay loop kind of got a little bit repetitive. Um, yeah, because it's yeah. playing it all so long, it's the same. Yeah. Right, right. It's the same thing over and over. So, like, giving something like that to a first-person developer that can... And it doesn't have to be the whole game without a weapon, but maybe, like, early on in the game, you don't have a weapon, and it makes sense to the story and stuff like that. And then eventually, you gradually build up an arsenal and stuff like that as they advance more to more... Uh, you know, crazier enemies and enemies yeah, that yeah, can, yeah. you know, do more damage and stuff like that. But um, I think that mechanic, and I like a lot, um, just in terms of putting me in that feel of, yo, know, you really have to like hide and, you know, <laughs> right. get away from the yeah. enemy without being able to do damage. And for me, also, that challenges me as a gamer because I'm a more of a um, running gun versus a stealth guy. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's why I kind of shy away from stealth games too, because <laughs> especially when they don't give you like the the really the arsenal to that's be cool. a a guns blazing type of player, right? Where it is strictly stealth. Yeah, I, where I it's strictly stealth because I get in my head too much when I play stealth games, and it's like, oh shit, like I get scared, like oh, do they see me? No, I can make it, and it's like, bro, what are you really thinking? Ooh. Like they see you, <laughs> it's like right. you're not even that- you're not even really hiding <laughs> and stuff like that. So it really challenges me to take my time and be patient and wait for the right moment to come out and that gets me all hot and sweaty and freaking scared <laughs> and shit like that so i think like somebody That's like a dope. naughty dog could could really put could that kill it yeah they could they could really kill that and make you feel like you're within that world and really feel for the characters and the environment as well as the gameplay being solid <laughs> yeah that that's actually a very interesting idea to see like naughty dog do something in like the first person mm-hmm. perspective like with their animation like ability like that would be that would be pretty slick. Yeah. Um. So way back when we we I have a, like I'm in a, another podcast we call like Fanboy Fight Club where <laughs> I um, like that name. <laughs> back back in the day, 
like around like 2016 or so we were doing it and we were doing like um best of and stuff like that and we would basically like argue our positions right mm-hmm. and we had a we had one was like what's the best horror game Ooh. and so this was out right of course right um last of us was like like brand new right. and i brought up last of us and they tried to clown me because they're saying like that's not a horror game <laughs> i'm like i mean but it is though you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. but i think last of us part two like definitely vindicated me a little bit because it was a little bit more resident evil <laughs> resident evil ish yeah. at parts yeah but- <laughs> I, I probably would have been in the crowd that was clowning you because i wouldn't call last of us part one a horror game right <laughs> it has this, it has it definitely has its moments and yeah. I think Last of Us Part Two, some of the best moments in that game is when you're playing as Abby um in that yeah, hospital that. section. Yeah. And bro, like that that game right there, that, I mean not that game. That portion of the game right there convinced me that Naughty Dog can make a, a bona fide horror game. Because right, <laughs> right there, like uh, bro, the hospital, the um even traveling to the hospital and stuff like that, it's like, yeah. There's some moments in there where I was like, bro, this is this is straight up Resident Evil, fam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially, I know exactly what you're talking about down at the bottom of the hospital. Yep. That's, that's all we got to say. <laughs> yep. Uh, um, so, I mean, is there like a game that a lot of people kind of like hated on mm-hmm. that you actually enjoyed? Um, yeah. Is there something like out there for you? Um, let me see. People hated that I enjoyed. Now, what were you just getting ready to say? No, I was going to say, I know this is kind of, like, hard for you in a sense because it's, like, you you know what I mean? The way you play games, you approach it as, like, if I'm not enjoying it, I'm out anyways. Right. So, like. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, what comes to mind when I hear a question like that is not really, because I feel like a lot of the community, not a lot, but um, some people still to this day call for, like, an Order 1886 sequel or something like that. Um, okay. I'm one of those people who enjoyed Order 1886 more than yeah, at man, least that's right. what the critics, you know, rated it and stuff like that. Right. Um, it's nowhere near a perfect game, and a lot of the critics' criticism was valid. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like the the core foundation of that game, or the gameplay and the story, they they nailed to me like the gunplay, the the weapons that you have, the arsenal, and I think the story and characters were very well designed. I just think the um, the world itself and like some mm-hmm. of the the gameplay was on rails and a lot of like the boss fights was like QTEs and stuff like that. Yeah. So it really hindered the gameplay in that sense. But when you got in those gunfights with the enemies and the cover system and when you're progressing through the story and, you know, meeting new characters and uh with the world building, it was awesome, um, in that sense. So while the critics, you know, had it had its issues and a lot of people was like they didn't really care for a sequel. That's one game where I'm like, bro, if they could find some type of Man. way to, to make a sequel for that game, um, I would love it. And I, I like that. Yeah. And I would say another one, too, and it's, again, this is not really one that was killed, like where people, like you'll find university where people hate it. But yeah. um, I feel like it's at least underrated. This generation was um, Dying Light. Oh, me. man. That's, that's true. That game like clicked with me as well right and uh it probably leads a little bit into my horror and zombie fantasy uh <laughs> stuff like that and <laughs> just being able to uh go out and build up your arsenal and craft different type of weapons and stuff like that and weapons with elements to them and it, it was just dope and being that it was first person and uh mm-hmm. it just added that extra like i said the extra horror element of not being able to see all around you at once right 
and uh, <laughs> that's, at that's nighttime good. when they you know they get yeah, more the day aggressive. Yeah, cycle, man. Yeah, bro. Like when they that's get nighttime, such a genius bro. Idea, man. I'm running for the buildings. Like I'm not trying to be yeah. outside. <laughs> I'm not looking sleep. for anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I don't even sleep to progress the day. Like I'm not even trying to see nighttime. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that is true, man. That I was actually a really good game, and I'm, I'm sort of. I mean, I've been slightly disappointed that the the sequel hasn't come out. It got like delayed and whatnot, but yeah. I'm sure we'll get it eventually here. Yeah, for what they showed in that, um, I don't know if you saw, like it was like 20 minutes of gameplay. Yeah, um, it was looking fantastic. It looking like right. a, a game of the year contender if I ever seen one. I just hope that the delays don't kind of strip away some of the stuff that we've seen from what they've shown us. You know how games yeah. go through development decisions, artistic decisions, and downgrades happen. So, right. um, you know, I like what they have shown us with the uh, the decisions actually having an impact on the story and, and the world itself and just the parkour system being uh, upgraded Man. and looking fantastic and the combat and <laughs> stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a game that, like, it would be dope if they announced it, like, soon mm-hmm. and just said, like, look, it's coming 2021. It's going to be a PlayStation 5 Series X title. Right. That would be dope because, like, that's a game that would thrive because I think it needs to be like highlighted like people need to actually see it right to play it and if it's early on like at a console's launch you you kind of thirsty for that new mm-hmm. like new new next gen game that would be a that would be perfect yeah that'd be perfect that's a good point too yeah maybe that's what they the delay is about i, I feel like a lot of the, <laughs> i hope yeah cyberpunk kind of did the same thing too where they delayed yeah. to like right around the next gen systems right I'm like, okay, I see I see what some of y'all are trying to do. Y'all I see, trying to, I see. you know, people are going to want to pick up new games with the new hardware. And they're like, yo, you can get the upgrade for free. Um, right. It's going to have this, this, and that. It's going to look better on Series X and PS5. Like, yo, pick that up. <laughs> right. So. That makes sense. And, I mean, to, for us, man, that just ends up being, like, an amazing console launch. So I am mad at it. Right. <laughs> That's a good thing. So, like, I mean, Dying Light, like you mentioned in there as well. Mm-hmm. It probably wasn't like hated, but it was kind of overlooked. Is that something that you would say, like, is a game you wish everybody would play, or do you have something else that you're just like, after you listen to this show, mm-hmm. just list, go play this game? Um, shit, yeah, I would say Dying Light is definitely <laughs> that one. Um, for yeah. me, uh, it's one that you know, given like the score that it had and being um overlooked. I feel like I could stand by behind that game and say like it deserved better. It uh it deserves more people to play it. Um especially <laughs> yeah. with the way the sequel is looking like it it deserves um just people support. And another thing that it, it reason why it deserves it is they're still supporting that game to this day. I was just about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it came out like what 5 years ago and they yeah. like just dropped some new DLC for that game. It's like, yo, how can you not And I it listen, I'm not even the type to go back to games and play DLC. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is one that I'm a little bit overwhelmed at how much DLC is actually there for me to play. Um, if I ever do go back to it, it's like, yo, <laughs> it's a lot it's there. A lot. Um, <laughs> but that's just another reason to to look at that developer and, and, you know, tip your hat off to them because they're they're doing the right thing right. in terms of keeping that support alive. And they said Dying Light 2 is going to have that, you know, that same support. Um, yeah, that's... That's something to not be overlooked for sure yeah. in gaming because I feel like that's what we want is developers just to support a game, right. especially with everything becoming like a games of service type thing anyway. Right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if I had to um, add another game to something that I wish people would play more, while it's not mm. the actual game itself because everybody played The Last of Us 1 pretty much, um, yeah. the multiplayer for Last of Us Part 1 um, yeah. is something that 
I didn't realize people didn't play. I like I knew it was a small community, but I didn't realize how much it wasn't cared for until they announced that Last of Us Two wasn't going to have it at launch. And like mm-hmm. everybody was like, "Oh, who cares? Like, I'm only there for the single player." <laughs> I'm just like, "No, <laughs> like, right. no this this multiplayer game. Like, look, it it um it was something that I think they even announced it or even showed footage of it like a, a month or maybe like a couple weeks before the game even came out. So everybody kind of felt like going in. It's like, oh, this is the tacked on multiplayer. That single player is really what we're here for. And right. uh, that rightfully so, because it's something that Makes wasn't sense. even highlighted yeah. and things like that. And Naughty Dog has a way of doing things to their multiplayer that ruins it. Or they just add oh, some yeah. stuff in there that makes it like unbalanced and shit like that. And while that's still there, I think the core gameplay of Last of Us Factions is, is a great tactical um, multiplayer game that uh, Success, I wish more man. people would play and get into and um, shit maybe that would have convinced them more to try to get factions up and ready for Last of Us Part 2 <laughs> even though right. you know, they said they're gonna do their thing but uh, like something separate which yeah. is I'm curious to see I'm, I'm in because if you can get like the like in the gameplay of like playing through Last of Us Part 2 I, all I kept thinking was like man like factions with like this control scheme and stuff would be Bro. <laughs> would be nice so i'm I'm hoping that we get that too right and actually uh when the leaks was happening um there was <laughs> there was some factions leak gameplay in there too it was oh yeah I don't, oh you didn't see it no i i avoided the leaks oh, I, wish, I avoided the leak i wish i did <laughs> i wish i did too that's one thing i really regret about my experience with last of us part two um mm. even though i loved it i wish i didn't see the leaks but like once the but, leaks came out like people yeah. were just tagging me in it, and I, I, saying, yeah. I saw the biggest leak like right day one. I saw the biggest leak, uh, and I was just like, "That has to be the biggest thing within the game." I was like, "Fuck it!" Whenever there was a new leak that came out, I was there. Yeah, I just, just I just it. watched it. I was like, "Whatever, I don't care," and yeah. um, I hate myself for that. <laughs> I really do <laughs> because. But see, I'll say like the biggest leak. I'm sure everybody has played it at this time or know what the leak is. Yeah, but honestly. Even not knowing the leak, I kind of expected that to happen at some point right. in the game. So I was already kind of like mentally prepared for it. Right. So that was why like I get people's outrage and all that stuff. But I, I was kind of like, whoa, what did you expect? <laughs> I don't know. That's in, in my head. Right. Yeah, I had that theory from the first trailer Um, when, you know, yeah. Ellie's playing the guitar and Joel walks in. I'm like, um... I get this vibe that Joel is not really there, and that she, right. You know I'm like, saying? is this a ghost? That he's yeah. like a ghost talking to her as she's going through the motions and stuff like that. Right. And, and then they did the whole, you know, I don't want to spoil it for anybody that play it, but you know, you know, they did a lot of trickery yeah. and stuff like that. So, right. Um, but yeah, there was some leaked gameplay in there, and I was just like, right, okay, it might be something that probably. They're trying to Maybe. have for PS5 PlayStation launch. Yep. Yeah, PlayStation 5, man. <laughs> PS5. Man, Maybe it's a standalone game or something like that. Right. For this next uh, reveal event, man, or this next uh, conference or whatever they do, we it's going to be, we got some expectations right. now. Right, bro. If, if Factions <laughs> is at, because the rumor is that August is the next PlayStation event. Yeah. If Factions is there, bro, I'm flipping my desk on the reaction. <laughs> <laughs> I will be watching. I got to see that. <laughs> I'm flipping my desk, Let's bro. Let's go. I cannot wait for that shit, man. <laughs> that would be awesome, though. That would be. Perfect launch title. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, well, I mean, it seems like a lot of people, like you, like you said, missed out on Factions. So that would give them another chance to get back into that. Right. Um, but what about on the other side here? 
Like, what's something that you missed out that you would think that, I guess, people would consider a must-play? Oh. Because, I mean, you know, that there's got to be something out there. Oh, yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot, to be honest. <laughs> um, To be honest with you, what year did Red Dead 2 come out? Was that last year? That um, was... Yeah, was that last year? No, yeah, 2018. Call of Duty. No, 2018. 2018. Yeah. So... After God of War. 2018 was actually my first time playing through Red Dead Redemption 1. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so, like, a lot of the games that came out within like that 2010 through 2013 range mm-hmm. i missed out on because like at that point i was just getting into a new relationship with my now wife and like mm. games kind of took a back seat i ain't gonna lie games took a back seat yeah that makes sense and like i was rapping at that point too so i was doing my rap thing and stuff like that so i was really pretty much studio chilling out with my Focus girl who's on. not my wife now so i missed a couple games then but i'm not even gonna touch that section um <laughs> I'm going to take you even further back. I'm going to take you even further oh, back okay. than that. Um, I would say a, a game or even a franchise that I think I need to get to. and Because I can tell mm. you more games that I have beat. Um, no. How could I say this? So there's a few games in this franchise that I have beat, but there's a bunch of them I haven't. And that's actually Legend of Zelda. Um, uh, okay, that makes sense, though. Yeah. I, I <laughs> Legend of Zelda was something that... Um, as a kid, I never really cared for. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend, he he tried to get me into Legend of Zelda with uh, the Game Boy game. I don't know if you ever heard of. I think it's like Ages and Seasons was um, yeah some of the the Zelda games that I played on Game Boy, and I actually really loved it. Uh, but it, again, it's just something that I never went back to. He let me borrow it for a couple weeks, and I was playing through. I'm like, yo, this is this is actually pretty dope. Um, but I never really got back to it. And the only other Zelda game, actually the only Zelda game I ever beat was Breath of the Wild. So it's <laughs> it's like a whole section of Zelda games. I know like yeah, Ocarina of Time. Um, shit, what else is that? Um, Wind Waker, I think it Wind is. Wind Waker is my, my shit, man. I just started running that... I don't know Ill- illegally, whatever, <laughs> <laughs> on my on my PC, and like right. man, that game is so good. Right. So like, if it, if there's a game that I feel like I should go back, I'm I probably like that's that's on my list too. Of like I was telling you about my backlog of old games and shit like that. Yeah. Like going back through the Zelda franchise and and playing through those. I know some of them probably didn't age the best, and yeah. uh, I'll judge that accordingly. And you know, you know me, I'm a, I'm a skip See on, I'm gonna skip on through yeah. if I need to. Skip on. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I do feel like I that's like one of the pillars in gaming right there that um, I need to experience. Yeah, yeah I, I, myself is included into that. Like Breath of the Wild was like the first Zelda since um, Link to the Past because mm-hmm. that's why I had like the Super Nintendo, you know, like growing up. Right. And Link to the Past, just everything about it, music style everything like that game it just has like an imprint on me and it's just crazy that i didn't play any of them mainly even though i had a 64 i didn't play ocarina time i I didn't have a gamecube so i missed out on those games but breath of the wild was like it changed my mind like man i need to go back and play these so you're in for a treat for sure especially if you enjoy breath of the wild it's crazy like how many of these older games like had was like laying the groundwork for breath of the wild to be possible Mm -hmm. it's it's kind of blown it blew my mind at least i'm like yo this is from this is crazy. This game's like twelve years old. How did they? How, did they, how are they doing this on the GameCube? It's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, Breath of the Wild was definitely a. Um, I love that game too. That was that was definitely a journey for me. It was just like it, it. It made me feel like a kid again in the sense that yeah, it was like you know if you think about something like you think you could do something in that game, 
nine times out of ten you could do it. You can't. And it's like when yeah, I yeah. when I got the like the raft and shit when I crafted the raft after like cutting down the tree and getting the leaf and stuff like that. I'm like, yo, I wonder if I could take this stuff and and, and you know sell the seeds and shit. I'm like, oh shit, I can sell the seeds. And I'm like, yeah, I'm using the fucking leaf as to, to you know to freaking to blow, yeah. Travel through the water. I'm like, yo, this is this is dope, man. Like I I love when a game does that for me. It just makes me feel like a kid again in the. It's like a kid in the sandbox, like you know what I'm saying. You just build what you, what your mind leads you to doing. Yeah, it, I mean, especially in that gameplay aspect, like a lot of games we play, they're like, press press X to jump. You go through like any like Call of Duty. They they run you through like the the setup of like this is how you play the game, even though it's like the first mission. Right. But Breath of the Wild was just like here you go. Right. Like just you just figure it out, and I'm I really appreciate games like that yes. that have that kind of aspect. Yep. That's probably actually a kind of funny way because after you played so much into that game, you kind of start to know everything, like everything there is. Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes it weird to go back to it. So it's kind of a good like lead into this question here. Yeah. Like if you could erase your memory to play one game for the first time again, like what would it be? Oh, this is I love this question, too, because um, while I do the Press Start podcast, I uh, we also mm-hmm. have a Patreon where we, uh, for the people that join the Patreon, we do like a, a secondary podcast on there. It's called mm-hmm. Off the Record. And on that podcast, you pretty much can ask us any question that you want. And a lot of times this question comes up. And I used to always, a lot of times, think of like my favorite games of all time when I when I came across this question. And I'm just like, yeah. you know, like Grand Theft Auto San Andreas was always in there. Um, what else would I say is in there? I mean... Uh, Pokemon Yellow is one of my favorite games of all time too, um, but that's actually would be one of my answers to this question. Uh, mm-hmm. in, in terms of like old games that I would want to erase my memory and play for the first time again, uh, but it was only I only picked a different answer because Pokemon Yellow as a kid was like baby like that was like my first RPG I played baby's first RPG baby, of course yeah, it's surface thing. level RPG rock paper scissor type stuff um, right. But when I rem- I remember being a kid and like my my me and my older brother had got Pokemon Yellow for Christmas. He's a couple years older than me, but I remember like getting up to Brock, the first gym, and yeah. he having a rock. You know, he was the the rock gym leader, so Pikachu was weak against Brock. And I didn't understand the concept yet, really, of catching Pokemon that are <laughs> strong against rock types and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm five years old, six years old, and I cannot beat Brock to save my goddamn life. And my brother, he beats him like his third try. So I'm sitting there in tears, bawling, crying. Like, help me. I can't figure out how to beat him. How did you beat him? He's like, I'm not going to help you. You're going to have to figure it out. I remember being stuck on Brock for days, 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 figuring out, trying to figure out how to beat him. I remember when I finally beat him, like that feeling I had, it was like, yes. Like, that. that is to me what gaming is about. It's about like you come across a challenge and you have to understand and learn the game systems to come and conquer that challenge. Right. And that that theory right there leads me to the answer for my question. I'm long-winded. I, I apologize. No, that's, <laughs> I, I like the setup. I like the setup. Yeah, so it leads me to the game that I would pick that I would want to erase my memory for and play again for the first time is actually Bloodborne. So mm, I had a feeling that's what it was going to I had a feeling. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, Bloodborne was like my first Souls-type game. And uh, while I played hard games before, it was um, it was something that the community had already, of course, been uh, championing because Demon Souls and Dark Souls was already a thing. 
Um, I was a PlayStation only gamer at the time, so Bloodborne was you know the game that I picked up. I'm like, oh, it's exclusive. I'm, I'm gonna check this out. Yada yada yada. I love the setting of it. Um, you know, and so Victorian London, and it's dark and it's nighttime and all this other stuff. So I'm like, oh yeah, it has a little horror vibe to it. So I picked it up, and I remember playing that shit for like the first four <laughs> hours. And have you played Bloodborne? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well. so you're in that little village area at the beginning with the townspeople or whatever. Yeah. I just remember being stuck there for hours, bro. Because I'm like, for me, I'm like that OCD type gamer. I got to clear an area before I progress to the next area. So, like, I was trying to clear that area. But, you know, in Bloodborne, when you die, you go back to your last, like, I guess, lamp or whatever you would call it. And they reset the enemy. So everybody is back. So I'm trying to, right. like, kill everybody. But then the enemies can take you out in one or two hits. And I'm just struggling. Like, bro, I cannot clear this area without dying. And so I'm just dying over and over, over and over, over and over, first four hours. But of course, everything has a system to it. Every enemy has a pattern. So you, you take your time, you learn the pattern, you figure out the enemies. And I was so close to dropping that game. So close. I'm like, I'm not having fun. They whooping my ass. I'm ready to just <laughs> give up. This ain't, the, this, ain't the, this ain't the one for me. Fuck the Soul Series. Y'all overrated. This shit is overhyped. And then I finally, it finally clicked. I was like, oh, shit. And it's one of the games where it's easily, it's in my top 10 games of all time. And it's one of the games where I feel like if I didn't stick with it, I would have, of course, missed out on one of my favorite games of all time. But it also helped me as a gamer to, you know, at the same time, like, don't always, like, give up on something right away. You know what I'm saying? Like, I told you before, I gave a game a couple hours. And that couple hours for me is more about having fun. The Bloodborne shit, the challenge, while it was irritating, the challenge was still fun at the same time. So, you know, um, figuring that out and and doing that all over again is something that I would love to experience again in the game. It it, it almost happened with Sekiro, (laughs) but I I got through it and it's why I stuck with it. And that too is one of my, you know, a a great game this generation. Um, but yeah, man, if I could just experience that again and, you know, being on, almost on the brink of giving up on something for it to turn into one of my favorite games, it's like that, (laughs) that right there is, that's one of the great feelings I've ever had in gaming. That's interesting. Cause Mm -hmm. normally like, I mean, I've only been doing, like, I just kind of changed up my questions a little bit Mm -hmm. and, um, I've only been asking this one for like the past few episodes, but a lot of times it is like that narrative driven game Mm -hmm. that you want to erase your memory. And I mean, there's kind of a story in like Bloodborne, right? In a in a sense, but it, it that's interesting to pick something that you want to play again because of like discovering or not like not quitting, basically. Right? Yeah. So that's, that's <laughs> and learning like the gameplay <laughs> system. Yeah. 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 Like the story, the story, the narrative driven answers. I definitely thought about that for at first too. Yeah. Um, like The Last of Us and you know other games that have captured right. me, captured me like that. Um, but to me personally, gameplay is king. So I always right. like a story can be great. Um, but if the gameplay is bad, then I might end up dropping the game. <laughs> uh, right. but if it's the other way around where the gameplay is great, um, and the story is not so great, the gameplay can carry me through that. And, um, so yeah, that's why I would probably always pick the, the gameplay the game. um, for that answer. That makes a lot of sense, man. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, now it comes time to the show. Uh, I can't even talk, man. <laughs> now it comes to the time of the show. 
um, where I, I asked you, why are you a gamer? Because I feel like over this conversation, we've gotten a good idea of like what type of gamer you are. Yeah. Um, I definitely a horror fan, I would say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a, horror naughty, a horror Naughty Dog fan would be mm-hmm. even better. So if mm-hmm. anybody's listening out there, make that happen. Yeah. First person. Come on, Neil. Naughty Dog it. Horror Game. Let's go. <laughs> um, but still, I'm overall a fan of the you know third person action games. Um, I know you've been playing Ghost, so yeah. No, you got. You know you've been having fun with that. So yeah, man. But I haven't even now, been, been doing the main missions on that game. Just side I, stuff. It's it's such a beautiful game, and it's just one of those that you could just play and just vibe out and be good. But mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess I should plug my own stuff. I have a spoiler cast that just went up, or not a spoiler cast, but a Why Are You review for Ghost of Tsushima. So if if you haven't played it yet. I don't know what you're doing, but if you have and you just want to hear three people talk about it, why not check it out? Nice. Um, but <laughs> let's go into like the main reason we're here, man, because we want to know why are you a gamer? So I asked the question to you. Yeah. Why do you play video games? Ooh, wow. So not a loaded question at all. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess like, you know, to the short answer, and I'm probably going to end up giving you a long answer at the same time. Uh, but the short answer for me is that, you know, gaming is just fun at the end of the day. Um, you know, being able to find a hobby that can can kind of just take me out of what I'm dealing with in the real world. Or, you know, after a long day at work, coming in and, you know, getting lost in a in a game like Ghost of Tsushima or something like that. And uh, a Red Dead Redemption and, you know, just vibing with these characters and this gameplay that, you're trying to, like I said earlier, learn and master and, and, and be the best at. Or even the multiplayer game when it's not computer on the other end of the controller. It's, it's another human being that you're trying to outsmart and, and dominate. Like that that passion, that, that competitiveness in me is um, something that I seek out in games. Mm-hmm. And it was, it, it was, it really had me too when I was like really playing games a lot at the hardest difficulty. But as I got older and started losing time... Um, you know, free time, I should say, with, like, work and stuff like that. I uh, I, I stopped really doing that. <laughs> but, like, if a game is easy, I'm going to up the difficulty. But, um, yeah, yeah, the challenge and the fun is, like, the easy answers for me of why I play a game. But um, the real deep answer for me personally is that I need to play games at this point in my life. Um, I get I get depressed, like, when I don't play video games. Um, it's something about just having that controller in my hand and, uh, and playing through something that something, somebody else crafted this art that somebody else crafted that they want to share with me and, um, finding ways to be connected in different ways, whether it be gameplay or narrative driven stuff. It's, it's something that I need in my life. Like I, if I go yeah. like a couple days without playing a game, I'll get really sad and I'll, I'll be like, yo, I need to, I need to play something. Like I tell my wife all the time, like, <laughs> and she, she might laugh at all sometimes, but I'm like, yeah, I, I like, I need to, I need to get Bro. in there and, and I just need, <laughs> I need a day. Like I need a day yeah. to just sit in this chair and be sweaty and stinky and play this game all day because <laughs> it, it just takes me out of here. Like I'm, I'm no yeah. longer here and I, I, you know, and it's just yeah man it's just it's just fun man i just love it and (laughs) it's a hobby that um i picked up of course as a young kid and um yeah like it it, it, the crazy thing too about gaming is 
even though like I've been doing it for uh, pretty much my whole life, I still feel yeah. like it's so much out there that I haven't experienced. It's true, man. And it's just like, yo, like it's like a freaking like an endless playground, bro. Like you're a kid in an endless <laughs> playground. It's like I have all of these options in front of me and it's you know, it's my playground and I want to I want to try them all out as much as I can. And if I find something that I like, I'm going to stick with it till I'm content and then I'm going to move on to the next one and it's like that's just the amazing part about it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that endless playground is really what it is because mm-hmm. we've like you said I I, I was going to ask like how how old are you? I just turned 28 uh, on the 21st. Okay. So we're 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 not too close. I'm not like that much older than you. I'm 31, okay. so I'm not like a yeah. a grandpa or anything, <laughs> but <laughs> we I, I just asked that because of the 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 gaming curve that you have or like your kind of journey i guess if i will yeah like starting like with pokemon yellow and stuff like that yeah and i mean even like your taste and stuff in games it seems like we kind of i'm almost like listening to you talk but i hear myself saying everything that you're saying yeah. because it's a lot of the same um but it, it's it's kind of good because where we came from with gaming it basically has just evolved as we get older mm-hmm. so that's why it has that endless endless playground feel, yeah. feel because it's it's literally new stuff all the time and even though we've played i don't know thousands of hours of games maybe more than that it still feels new and that's like a that's a good way i'm gonna i'm gonna coin that phrase if you don't mind (laughs) nah take that endless playground (laughs) you brought that out that's yours man that's yours that's that's awesome well i mean my follow-up question to this which is is, it's kind of more of a like a tongue-in-cheek kind of thing but (laughs) I mean, it, it, it. You may have like a legit real answer to it, but do you ever see yourself not playing video games? Oh hell no! <laughs> right? <laughs> oh hell no! Like, as long as I'm able, in terms of like being mm-hmm. an able body, you know, mentally aware right. person to to play video games, I'm a play yeah. until I can't play no more. Um, right? <laughs> yeah, man. Like I, I mean, like even book, like I said, like Pokemon Yellow was my first game I ever mm-hmm. had, like for myself. In terms of like mm-hmm. the Game Boy, but my, I have four older brothers, so uh, like yes, my game in history goes back to Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo, and stuff like that. Back when yeah. they had it, and I was the youngest of five boys, so I literally had to wait hours till I got a chance <laughs> to play and stuff like that. So when I actually had a chance to play it, or when nobody was around, and I got a chance to get my couple minutes in, like that right. was that was bliss right there so um, <laughs> that that explains a lot yeah <laughs> it's like it could explain why i'm so like territorial about my games now right like, ain't nobody touching my stuff like you ain't touching my stuff that's mine i need that that's for me nobody else can play it um but yeah that's funny. like ps4 was literally like the first console i ever bought with my own money for myself that i had mm-hmm. um because like i had I have a brother that's a couple years older than me. So, like, PS3, I kind of had to share a little bit with him. Mm-hmm. PS2, of course, and stuff like that. So, we go, you know, we go all the way back, and Sega and stuff like that was theirs. So, yeah, like, this gaming. PlayStation 4 was like, yeah, that's mine. Yeah, that's mine. That was like, <laughs> that was me. <laughs> that was me. I used to put some serious hours in, though, on like Call of Duty and shit on PS3. Um, yeah. Like Modern Warfare and World at War and stuff like that. But that, was, that didn't come without a fight. With my right, older of brother course. of, oh, it's my turn now, and stuff like that. I'm like, bro. <laughs> just, are you, I, this is like a bonus question, but mm-hmm. I was curious, like, are your older brother still, like, in, in the gaming, or 
have they kind of like sunsetted on that or funny enough no they're not <laughs> like i'm the biggest gamer in terms of my brothers and my family so like the mm-hmm. tables have definitely turned and yeah. i remember like being a young kid and my brother coming home with the new suit uh street fighter and mortal Kombat, and i just remember us huddling around the tv and my brother came home with metal gear solid one and being blown away that a game like that had us captivated by the story and we was just sitting around right. undercover. It's like, yo, this this like this is crazy. <laughs> like, yo, they really doing stuff like this with games, like telling stories yeah. like this and stuff like that. Um, I'll never forget that day. Like stuff like that is just it sticks in my brain and it it's stuff that I'll carry with me till till I'm older. Sure. And stuff like that. Yeah. I'm teaching my kids to play games and Right, pass yeah, it down. Pass it down. And I yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, gaming like it's it's bigger than it's ever been. So mm-hmm. we're getting all different types of games now. You know, you have the indie community, you have the AAA community, you have the the multiplayer, of course, the you know, games as a service and stuff like that. Like there's something for everybody there. So um we could complain yeah, and shit like that at the end of the day, because you know, we're fucking entitled yeah. and shit like that. But Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, it's something for everybody. You know what I'm saying? So I can I couldn't there's be happier. For where gaming right. is right now, um, because I would I would I would want somebody to look at it as as you know not just something that is um, a waste of time. I know like Joe Rogan had yeah, those comments like kids. the other day, yeah. like you know, gaming is a waste of time. But it's like nah, like people have made careers off of this, people make money off of this, and at the end of the day, all hobbies can be categorized as a waste, a waste of, time. of time, right? But we don't look at all <laughs> hobbies like that. You know what I'm saying? Gaming has taught me. Problem solving more than probably schools have. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> really? No, you're not lying, man. You're not lying. Yeah, it's, it's taught me the way they're telling stories. It's taught me empathy more than you know what I'm saying. Some adults have, you know, and yeah. compassion and understanding and putting yourself in other people's shoes. Yeah, that, there's no better medium than gaming for that. Like, right. there's nothing out there telling some of the best stories out and stuff like that and yeah. expanding. Um, you know, ex- exploring the mind and expanding the mind and stuff like that. So, no, I would never, <laughs> I would never frown never upon game. I would never drop it. I would never look at it as a waste of time. None of that stuff can be me. <laughs> be I me, feel bro. it, man. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I honestly wish this conversation could keep going on and on forever. But, right. <laughs> um, what I, what I'll do is I'll I'll turn the mic to you, and I mean, if you want to go ahead plug the podcast and then the channel, and yeah. of course like your Twitter and stuff, go ahead and do that now, man. Oh man, again, I appreciate this invite. This was this was great, man. I know I I, I ran my <laughs> mouth a lot, but I hope I gave you know some no, quality man. content. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, man. As you guys can see, I'm passionate about this game stuff. So you can always catch me on Twitter at jmain518 or my YouTube channel. And I promise I'm going to do my best to get more consistent with uploads. Uh, Press Start Podcast is another platform that I'm also on, on Press Start Kofi's channel. We go live Thursdays at 8.30 every week. Also, you know, if you're inclined, check out our Patreon. We also provide some content on there, as well as another podcast titled Off the Record, where we go in depth about whatever you guys ask <laughs> so it can it can literally go left at any moment but um it's always a great time and um again i want to pr- i appreciate the invite this is oh, man. this is a, a dope I appreciate you a coming dope on. a dope platform that you got going on and um I appreciate it. yeah man i hope to you know see some more people on here that even i recognize and if not that's dope as well because i'm always willing to hear new stories so well, I normally don't say it in the show enough, or I don't say it in general enough. 
but everyone is welcome. That's the whole point of this is podcast. The idea of it is okay. it's I don't want to say for the gamers by the gamers because that's uh, uh joseph bad from uh Babbitt games uh that's <laughs> his uh his thing for playstation room but it really is the idea is just to highlight gamers just because we do get a bad rap like i mean there's some bad gamers out there mm-hmm. you know what i mean like the community is sometimes toxic but this is like an opportunity for me to get to know you guys like gamers in general but also to just shine a light that most of us are all good people right you know <laughs> that's a fact um but yeah, that that's the whole point of it, man. So now, Jermaine, like we know why you're a gamer. So until next time, like I end the show every week, in the middle, in the immortal words of Little Flip, it's game over. God damn it, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> game over. Flip, flip, flip. That's my shit right there too. <laughs>